Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from Sticker Giant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. Andrew here with you again today. We're rounding the corner of May 2021, and uh, I'm very excited to be dialing in Chris from Virginia Beer Co. in Williamsburg, Virginia. Longtime fan of their stickers. And we got a few really cool t- things to talk about today related to summer and the world opening back up. So, Chris, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is great. So I was talking to Chris before the show, everybody, and I was like, you know, I have loved the Virginia uh, Beer Co. logo and sticker for a long time, and he's wearing it on his shirt. Those of you who can't see it, those of you who are just listening, um, it is a sort of cool geometric shape with the script in it. Um, And Chris, you know, I feel like you were a little bit of ahead of a trend and your design and your whole team there, perhaps, on sort of the rainbow motif and aesthetic and I remember that really jumping out to me early on um everybody's doing it now for different reasons but how did you you know before we get to that I want to get into you know how did you start Virginia Beer Co? Sure uh yeah so um it's actually it was an idea way back in 2009-2010 and it took a long time to get here and uh I'd say maybe more meticulous probably to a fault with with how we run our business and that was certainly the case with how we opened our business um i met my co-founder at school here in williamsburg virginia at the college of william and mary and we eventually ended up coming back here i came back at the end of 2012 thought we'd have a brewery open in 2014 march 2016 so really nailed it um but yeah it was a long process to get open but um what we what we really envisioned was um well, it's kind of summed up in in our in our motto at this point uh, is beer people purpose so great beer top-notch beer yeah uh, and then people being about our our people that work with us and our community and the purpose again touching on on that community and, and how we act that's awesome um so yeah you know you do it for a few years there uh, and then um you you get uh you get to do a very interesting uh, survival story to come to the other side of this past year. I I work with someone who owns uh, a brewery here in Denver. I have some dear friends in the brewing industry, and and um, and we have we've had other people who brew on the show here locally in, in Boulder. I mean, we do a huge amount of business in beer, right? Um, I don't have any beer stickers behind me, which is sad, but you know we love the beer stickers. Um, how um how was that getting through this you know it was a challenge i think um looking back now it's been what 14 months or so i'd say we generally feel pretty lucky um there were a lot of other businesses and people that had a much harder time than we did uh our sales channels are pretty diversified not only do we have a tap room but we sell beer in cans to grocery stores and convenience stores you know we sell beer draft beer to restaurants uh, and bars um, so we have a lot of different ways to sell. A lot of those disappear, but not all of them. Whereas if you're in a restaurant or bar, 
most of your opportunities to sell your products, uh, at least for a short time there, disappeared completely and then kind of came back slowly. So uh, it was certainly a challenge. Our main goal the entire time was to keep our entire team employed. Um, that was it, and we did it. So, uh, you know, and once we got through the initial panic, it was more like, okay, everyone's still here. We didn't have to lay anybody off. All good. Now, how do we support our community? Um, and we ended up supporting, I'd say, more than we ever have in 2020 uh, in terms of time and, and money uh, because there were so many people in need. So, yeah, it was challenging, but, uh, you know, I, we're certainly on the luckier side. That's awesome. So you got to really like double down on that people part of your mission and um, and and keep the business going, right? Yeah, I think we all saw it that, um, you know, we knew that we, we all know that there are plenty of issues in this country, but they came more and more to the to the forefront, I'd say, last year. Totally. And watching our neighbors and communities struggle. And the thought was just that that's part of our mission. So we need to do it even more now that there are people that are in greater need. Totally. Um, so, uh, like I said, I, uh, I've always loved sort of the aesthetic of your logo. And again, this is the show's business growth and marketing. So let's, let's a little, uh, um, dig a little bit into, into the marketing side. Um, what, you know, you get, you've got, well, I actually can't describe the shape of what is that shape? What do you call it? Like, what do you call it? Yeah, it's funny. I, I guess I can tell you the origin story of the logo, which explains the shape, um, so we're the Virginia Beer Company. It's a very broad name. We didn't really want to pigeonhole ourselves. This is back in 2012 when we when we were deciding on the name. Um, yeah, because that's just like then you're like all of Virginia, and then yeah. Delmarva and North Carolina. You know, people you go regional. You know what I mean? It's beer. Yeah, from a from a geography perspective, it didn't pigeonhole us, and from a branding perspective for our individual beers, it didn't pigeonhole us either. Um, so our our actual one of our designers. Uh, Oddly enough, it's just a random thing. Looked at the state symbols and the state vote of Virginia, who knew there were state votes, is called a dead rise. And if you cut a dead rise and look at the hull of the dead rise, this is a stylized version. That's like the side plan cross-section view of the boat. I can see it now. There's the hull, the sides of the boat, and then you called it a dead, what is it called? A dead rise. Dead rise. That's um, awesome. So that's how the shape came about. And then there's some curvature to the letters um, in Virginia. Yes. He's and showing me, folks, but I'm looking at it. And I'm going to, of course, put a photo in the in the post. You'll, you should look at the post. Go ahead. Okay. So that happens back actually to, um, I mentioned my co-founder and I met at William & Mary. And the most mm-hmm. famous thing on the campus of William & Mary is a bridge called the Prindell Bridge. Oh, and wow. Grimdell Bridge, you would see this exact curvature. And the bridge itself was actually in an initial logo that we had. Um, we ended up changing it. But uh, so that's, uh, there's some, you know, personal touches in here that harken back to our to our past and the founding of the group. Oh, man, that's great. And I love sort of the intentional nature of that. And then you do the co, which is smaller and trendier and also kind of slims down all the way to like a point there in the hull which and then you got the script on the top which i've always really grooved on i like i like a nice mix of you know font styles without overdoing it um 
So very cool. Always been a fan. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're moving into our time and you talk about community. And, and for folks on the show listening, we are we already had a recent episode with some folks in Boulder who are doing a sticker project and now, and now talking to Chris about community. And, and one giant community is going to be really our theme um, on the show. So sort of get ready <laughs> for our repeat listeners. And I know there's a few of you out there. Um, but, Chris, when you said community and, you're, and we're talking about this next sort of marketing and season, right? There's a few things happening. Obviously, the country's opening up, but people are probably, you're probably seeing foot traffic, you know, that is rising, we'd, we'd hope. Um, and then, of course, we're coming on to a holiday weekend, it's almost Memorial Day, and then we go into June, which has now become like Rainbow Month, Pride Month. And that's a positive thing, too, right? And then we'll have Juneteenth as well. I mean, we have a few local events we're highlighting, but specific to you, and I opened the show with this, I loved how... Um, early on, you guys had that rainbow logo, and just can you like walk us through a little bit of that at the time? It's, I feel like it's been years you've been doing this. Yeah, no, thanks for noticing it. It has been years. I think that was oh, 2016, the year we opened. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so a long time ago. Uh, part of it is actually, you know, we came back to Williamsburg, Virginia, to open this brewery, and a lot of people, you know, this is the South. Uh, Williamsburg wasn't necessarily the most progressive place in the world especially back in 2012, 2013, 2014, when we were opening the brewery, or working on opening the brewery. Um, and one of our goals with, with our project with the brewery was to change that. Um, just, you know, we, we thought it could be better and there was, there's a place for everybody here and it didn't necessarily feel that way, I think, to form the LGBT community. Um, so that was one of our founding goals um, was to change that and be a place that's comfortable for everybody. And a big part of that was um, supporting that community. And, you know, two fifths of our management team is part of that community. Uh, so it's real and authentic. It doesn't just come from a bunch of, uh, you know, people that aren't in that community. And I think it's just a, it just kind of sums up who we are and who we want to be. And the fact that, Everyone should be comfortable here, not just in our brewery, but in our but in our community in this in this town. So, That's yeah. super positive, man. I have to say, like I said, I, I it it's a trend now, like yeah. to market to and towards. I mean, Lego has a set right now. That that's a big deal. Everyone is awesome, right? Like that's positive. That's this year. There's a whole history, right? There's a legacy of of of. Um, of marginalization and, and oppression and, and that I really appreciate that y'all have done that and it's not a bandwagon thing I, I, I've noticed and I think for people who are in the beer world um, you know it can be a very interesting talk about community and people um, it can be really positive but it also every industry has its sort of challenges right so um, it's, it's kind of funny it's never meant to be like it's almost internal in a way too, because that, that first year we actually put that um, logo on a shirt, but just for our team, it was a gift to everybody that worked here. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? yeah. But it, it just became, people were so excited by it. And this, this town has changed and this community has changed that uh, people asked for shirts and tank tops, which we, which we have now. <laughs> so I turned into merch, but it was like, it wasn't about that, right? Uh, nothing it really wasn't about that at all um uh, but yeah it's just you know people that's really so positive 
I'm glad to hear that because, like you said, um, the last year has been very interesting uh, just for business and culture. And we've covered a little bit on the show. We don't dig too deep into politics. But, I mean, it's important to call what is real and true out there in the world. Um, so, and back to your side of the community and there, folks, when you go on the website, part of why, again, I'm drawn to this, on your community page, Everyone's wearing this shirt. You even have a beer with that logo on it. So let's get back. You know, we've talked people. We've talked um, purpose. Let's talk beer really quick. You know, obviously you're passionate about it. You have your favorite. What's the one with the rainbow on it? And then I want to get into your favorite that y'all are doing right now. Yeah, it's called uh, it's called Friends of Dorothy. Um, so we did it last year for the first time, actually. Uh-huh. And uh, it just, we just canned it again. Obviously, uh, Pride's coming up next week, part yeah. of Pride Month. So we, we just canned the 2021 version, and it's uh, going out across the state. That'll be exciting. And it's called Friends of Dorothy? It sure is. Oh, there, the Pride IP. I see what you're saying. I'm looking at it now on the site. Yeah, um, actually that's awesome. Um, so, you know, you have to know what your your customers like. You have to know what you like with beer. Um, you have to know what's tastes good and going to sell, right? Um, it's competitive. <laughs> um, what have you noticed as far as trends and the way like the industry is, has has evolved in, in in your time in it? Yeah, it certainly evolved. Um, I'd say it's not necessarily changed for the better. Uh, I think it's become a little more homogenous in terms of the styles of beers that people want, you know, and we all want to cater to the consumer um, in a way. So, you know, so many ideas, so many sours, so many, so much more stuff in beer. Yeah, the juicy, tra- like the juicy thing. I personally only drink lagers, but that's because our local bar is a lager only place. We do our meetings there and that's it. For me, it's all, it's just, that's where I'm at, right? Yeah. And, I, and I can respect that. And, you know, I do enjoy those types of beers from time to time. Um, but, but the IPA is what sells, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you know, so if you look at what we send into uh, the market, the wider market, you know, into grocery stores and, and gourmet bottle shops, it tends to be IPAs and sours because those things sell. But right. the, what I love about our model is that we have two brewing systems. So one that's a pretty large scale and one that's a much smaller scale. And one of our goals is variety always. We have 16 taps here at the brewery. Um, and it's not just variety within IPAs or within sours. Uh, uh, last year we canned 125 different beers. Um, this year we're on track for close to 150. Wow. Uh, Limited stuff know? though, right? To build the buzz and get people in filling growlers and just getting that beer out there. Yeah, but it, you know, and it allows us to do so many different styles of beer because you're a lager person, right? So yeah. we do all we do English style beers, which are nice. pretty fun. You know, we'll do a three and a half percent pale mile. Uh, we have an amber ale, classic American amber in the tank right now. I mean, you name it, we've probably tried it. Right. Uh, which I think just keeps it interesting and, and you know, gives us wide appeal. And it doesn't put us down that narrow path of everyone drinks that. Let's only brew that. Um, we like other things. So we brew them. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like. There was, I, I, I'd have to look back at my notes, so to speak, but I was talking to someone last year about that, how many beers they were doing, so many different ones last year and the year alone, and every year, um, the overall variety and volume of those has increased, which I think is interesting. Um, I think it's part of the craft beer 
um, just way. It's like the way of it's just like yeah. if you're not doing it, you're not a craft brewer. Yeah, and you know, people want to try something new, and I I get that. So do I. You know, when it comes to food or whatever it might be. Um, so we're giving them something new three times a week, pretty much. That's pretty cool. Right on, man. Um, well, um, like I said, it looks, you know, uh, it looks, the logo uh, for this month's beer is awesome. I love it. Um, and you got the full flag there, um, actually, all the way down with the pink and the white, the brown and the black, which is positive. Yeah. The sticker, it's funny, the sticker was always just the, the rainbow. But yeah. um, when we got to this can design, um, it was last summer. Yeah. You know, a lot of things happening in our country. Lots of things happening in the country. No, so we uh, we want it to be as inclusive as, as possible, hence the, the inclusion of, of new colors on the top and bottom. So this is the Friends of Dorothy Pride IPA. It's 7.3 ABV. It comes in four packs, 16 on cans. Of course, you could get it there. It's a uh, IPA. Uh, it's got the Eldorado, the Citra Hops. Um, and um, like you even say on your site here, you got the whole... The whole flag on there and that's very positive uh and then you got merch related to it too <laughs> so if folks are heading to williamsburg you got to get on to second street chris um you gave us a little bit where he came from um what's your favorite favorite beer yeah oh geez uh, put ooh. you on the spot i know no it's probably uh so so my mom is english so okay when i got to drinking age i was lucky enough to be able to drink in some english pubs so we pretty much always have one or two English beers on tap. So if, if you're looking for me, I'm probably with the sitting at the bar. Well, when we get to the bar, when you this one ounce four of the of a ESB. Probably. The ESB. Oh, you have an ESB. Cool. Yeah, um, that's a fun style. I like. I like. That's a good one. Um, well, fantastic. Uh, thank you for joining us. Good luck. Um, you know, summertime is obviously people are on patios. They're having fun. Um, you know, they're trying to get outside. So, um, people can, if you're in the region, where do you, and then where are you distributing uh, sort of in your neck of the woods? Sure. So we sell beer across Virginia, except for the Eastern shore, but pretty much everywhere. Um, and then in New York city and New York state. Oh, wow. And then if you happen to be in the UK or France or the Netherlands or Japan or Korea, You'll find our beer and including friends of Dorothy in some of those places. How did you get distribution that way into those select countries? Uh, we've, we've had an export program since we opened, and uh, those are just the countries that we're in right now. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, you, international cans of friends of Dorothy. If you happen to be in any of those places, what are like what is popular there from your stuff that that like has surprised you? Uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, IPAs. So. Here I was thinking that when we go to Tokyo, it, the customer would be asking for a different beer, but no, looking for that hazy, juicy IPA. Wow, that's so funny. Yeah, trends are trends are fascinating. Um, well, folks, everybody uh, who's listening um, or watching, even uh, it's at Virginia Beer Co on all the social channels. Um, you can definitely hit their page as well. It is Virginia Beer Co. Uh, and they um, they will take care of you. So, um, Chris, thank you and to your whole team for what you've been doing for a very long time. Uh, it's cool that you are so focused on those um, those core pillars, those three that you have. Um, and um, thanks for being a Sticker Giant customer, too. <laughs> um, we, we say on this... Well, go ahead. Okay, no, thanks for all you guys do for us. 
Um, we say always, of course, on the show, uh, every sticker has a story. But this one is one of my favorite beer stickers. And beer stickers are one of my favorites of all of the stickers. Not just because we do a lot of business in beer, folks. Um, but, you know, when I moved to Colorado, I, I realized how big... That was a long time ago now, almost 20 years ago. But, like, um, it was small. Er. <laughs> right? And getting big. And the last uh, two decades has shown that... Um, it's just a cool place to now do some good too, right? Like uh, there's a lot that goes on now in, in your space, Chris, and, and I appreciate that you guys are so motivated by that and you're, of course, making good beer. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Andrew. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, we'll see you next time, folks. One Giant Community continues. This has been a great focus on Pride and um, the LBDG, LBD. Oh, man, it's such a mouthful when I'm talking on the show. But the entire community um, that is far more than rainbows. And, um, and Chris, uh, good luck this summer, and we'll see you soon. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customer sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to stickergiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon podcast to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic. 